Welcome back to the Mind Hiking Podcast, part two of Zotz's episode. This one is the alter ego episode, and it is quite rough, very questionable. Again, crystal clear right here, extremely explicit. This is the this is the rough one. It it's it was a blast recording. We had a lot of fun, but yeah, again, extreme crude humor and. Um, if you thought the first one was bad, then absolutely do not listen to this. Another thing is absolutely do not listen to this if you haven't listened to the first one first. So this is a part two in the three part series. This is the alter ego episode with sack boats. <laughs> so this, this one gets rough. Um, so hang on tight for this wild ride and, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy if you got to a good childish like sense of humor, then I think you'll enjoy this one a lot. I think this is the funniest episode I got. (laughs) I really enjoy it. So again, without further ado, stay tuned. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host Brody Fry and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Okay, we are back, and now we have a live studio audience. So, Hell yeah. Uh, welcome, <laughs> studio <you>. audience. <laughs> Just cue me when to laugh. Okay, I'll cue you in a Buddy's, laugh. Buddy's been in some of these, actually most of these stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talk about you. Yeah, you're like the one person we talk about all the time, but <laughs> hasn't been on. <laughs> He's up next. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm here to... Act like this is funny and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alec Dawson. <laughs> oh, like Cinemoto TV, check it out. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's you? <laughs> I, I, I've like seen it on my subscribed list and I'm like, what is Cinemoto TV? <laughs> You're probably in it. Number one supporter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been subscribed since 2020, baby. Or 2013, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out this yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, You've had you had other YouTube channels though, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. yeah, just Alec D. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever have any YouTube? Channels? I got a cup. I got a couple Anything on there. Good? Uh, I got one where we're riding over at the uh, tree farm over here. Oh, okay. That was when uh, Bubba broke his ankle because he was doing twelve o'clock wheelies and he oh, just dumps her and <laughs> snaps his ankle in half. Jeez. Well, you want to actually go back and walk me through that story? Uh, you were you were chased by cops or what was it on on the bike? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, walk me through that. So. Our studio audience here, Alec Dawson. <laughs> oh, was and he I, involved? Well, he he worked at the same place. So, oh, okay. So we we worked at this uh, public park uh, in our hometown, and um, I was out of gas in my truck, but I had just picked up my uncle's 1985 XL 500. Beautiful bike, beautiful bike. Yeah. Only problem was is the registration on the license plate was from 1985, and this was 2019. So. <clears throat> I decided to take the bike to work, and I go from my house to work, which is maybe 10 minutes tops, and I make it there fine. 
but I realize that I forgot my ID. So I start going back. But I make it home fine, no problems. So I start going back to work, and as I'm coming up my road, uh, a cop passes me, and I see her whip a U-turn. I'm like, oh, boy. So I get up to this three-way intersection. I look left. I look right. I look left. I look right, and I look behind me, and she's sitting right there. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this isn't going to be good. Now, mind you, this was back in the days where we used to ride the pit bikes to the gas station, and we just take off in the power line fields every time there were police sirens chasing us. (laughs) But they never caught us, nor did they really care. So, <laughs> I get out on the main road. She flips her lights and sirens on. I pretend I can't hear or see her. <laughs> Car in front of me starts to pull off. And as soon as she does that, just whop, whop, whop. I take off. I'm doing about 80 in a, in a 40. <laughs> and I'm getting up to this area that's got a uh, bike path. And I know that I can get around the gate and she can't get through it. Yeah. So I take off on the bike path and I start booking it back and some old guy on his bike is, you know, finger shaming me like, you shouldn't be on here. And I'm like, I got bigger issues, man. So I make it back into my neighborhood and I see her coming down the street. I'm like, oh, she must be casing, like perimetering it all. So I take off again. Well, as soon as I get down the hill, I see another squad car flying behind me. So at that point, I finally gave up, put my hands up, turned the bike off, all that. And he's just sitting in his car. And I'm like, what's going on? So she pulls up, and they get out simultaneously, and she comes sprinting up. Why did you run? Why did you run? I'm like, I don't know. I was just being stupid. I didn't see you. Yeah, I'm like, I was just being stupid. She's like, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, Zotes. And she's like, it says it right here on your ID. And I'm like, yep, I wasn't lying about that. (laughs) Um, So at that time, I was in a transitional period of getting a Michigan license. So all I had was a paper, like little receipt kind yeah. of thing. And, uh, they do a verbal and I'm talking with the guy who turns out to be her sergeant. And he goes, uh, Oh, what CC bike is that? I, I wanted to say 50 so bad <laughs> because yeah. under, under yeah. 50, you don't yeah, need a don't. license. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I said 500, sir, and he goes, you got an M license? And as soon as he says that, through the radio, it goes, B-class license or D-class license? I'm like, yep, no, I do not. He goes, oh, boy. And I go, officer, is she going to arrest me? He goes, I don't know. It's up to her. So sure enough, she comes out, spread them. Officer Smith here is going to pat you down. And I'm like, okay. So I just complied, and she's like, you got anything sharp? I'm like, no, maybe a pocket knife. I don't know. Real, but... Really sharp. Yeah, be careful down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's needle thin and about the length of uh, the tip of your pinky finger. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, she gets me in the car, and we're driving to the station. I'm trying everything to get out of it. I'm like, oh, how long you been on the force? Oh, about 15 years. You like this town? Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Yeah. And uh, we get to the station, and she goes, okay, now that I've calmed down, why did you run? And I said, officer, I was just being stupid. So she puts, she starts booking me, and two officers walk in, and they see my helmet, and it's got the GoPro mount on. And they go, hey, did you have your camera on you today? I said, no, I was just going to work. They go, that sucks. We get a sweet video of you. <laughs> so about uh, $250 later, I was out of jail. <laughs> um 600 plus that i was out uh or my bike was out of impound and she had stacked me with uh classification registration no headlight no taillight no turn signals and improper lane usage (laughs) 
So I had like six charges against me, and I got a decent Jeez. lawyer. He got it all dropped, and yeah. all like all that stuck was the improper lane usage. But oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So I got I got arrested for oh that was the other charge. The seventh charge was misdemeanor fleeing and eluding. Okay, um, yeah. You missed yeah, I missed uh, the misdemeanor <laughs> fleeing and eluding yeah. was the Jeez. the seventh charge there. And uh, about a week later, I was taking a girl on a date to go get ice cream, and uh, got pulled over in uh, Fox. Fox River Grove, yeah. um, for speeding across that bridge. Okay, yeah. And I pull over, and the officer's like, so uh, you got anything on your record that I should know about? And I'm like, because uh, at the time, I wasn't convicted of anything. I don't have to say nothing. Yeah. I was like, I got like a speeding ticket like a year ago. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to run your record. And I'm like, well, if you want me to be honest, he's like, I do. <laughs> I said, I got uh, I got arrested last week for misdemeanor fleeing and eluding. <laughs> and he goes, uh, yeah, I heard about you on the radio. They put an APB out for me. Oh, Every cop in that county, in McHenry County, was looking for me at that time. Wow. And, you know, hiding sites 2020, all my friends were like, why don't you just dump the bike in the woods and walk and, yeah. like, say it was stolen. And yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a million options you could have done. <laughs> yeah, so mine, you know, all in all, I was not convicted. I don't have any charges. Yeah. I don't didn't get any felonies or anything. I don't have to claim nothing. You but... went to jail though. Yeah, Did Bubba. Bubba like... They put me in the holding cell, and Bubba grabbed my leg. I was like 19, and he was probably like 45, gang tattoos, all that shit. He's Jeez. like, you're mine tonight, baby. No way. I oh, don't know. I'm just making that uh, shit up, but it makes, it, it makes the story yeah, funny. Yeah, that was good. I was like, Bubba, why, I don't know who that is. I don't want to find out now. Oh, yeah, he was a big boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, those, those anal beads I talked about, that's nothing compared to what he was packing. <laughs> 13 inches is just a tip. That was just a tip for him. Were you still inflamed? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was that was right after that happened. Oh, but yeah. And then you said you had your cut hand or whatever after that. How did that happen? Oh, that was the cut hand was from the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I try not to fight. I try not to. Was that your only fight? No, no, no. You got any more good ones? Well, we talked about worth trying to take the twelve on, and then we talked about the buddy. That yep. I got a fight yep. with outside of the bar that we yep. protected his name. Yep. Um, uh, there was another time. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, I mean, obviously people here know. Uh, when I was uh, about 10 years old, we lost my mom to leukemia. So in the sixth grade, um, a kid on the bus was making fun of me for not having a mom. So I got off at his bus stop and I said, we're going to fight. That kid, I punched him once in the face. And he was just stunned that I even hit him to begin with. <laughs> yeah. I punched him again and knocked his glasses off, and he just stood there. And I looked him dead in the eyes. I'm like, if you're not going to fight, I'm going home. And he didn't do anything, so I walked home. And uh, <laughs> a couple days later, the vice principal brings me into the office for fighting. Oh, and he goes, so I heard you got in a fight. And I look him dead in the eyes, and I go, yeah, because the kid was making fun of me that my mom died last year. And, oh, man, the look on his face, he went, uh. I, I think we're going to let this one slide. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so, yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that one was kind of deserved on that kid's half. The only the only other real 
fight I got in was a kid pushed my young cousin down. I popped him once and broke the kid's nose, but that was about it. Nice. (laughs) Like I said, I try not to fight. It's yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're like knowing you like from my perspective is you're like the sweetest, most down to earth guy. Oh, thank you. It's like, I can't even (laughs) see you fighting. (laughs) So, so going back to what we were talking about earlier with like letting people blow off steam, actually our studio audience here, (laughs) we got in a fight one time. Now, mind you, we're real good friends. Did you really? Oh, yeah, we're real good friends. And it was over, like, the stupidest thing. I was, like, pissed off about a song or something. Oh. It was something stupid. Well, I don't know who had what, but there was a skateboard and a hammer involved. <laughs> oh my God. And it didn't lead to anything, and about two days later, we were fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, That's just blow, how it goes. Yeah, just blow, you know, men just fight it out and then blowing yep. off steam and being like, ah, sorry, man, I was a yeah. dickhead. Oh, yeah, that's... I do. I don't know the details. I don't either. I know it was over, like, a song or something. It was something so minute. <laughs> I was say, he, he doesn't fight until he's sack boats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's gotten to meet sack. Man, that's another one wait, that I just wait, don't say that remember. Again. What is sack that? boats. <laughs> what is that? That's uh, my absolutely obliterated alter ego <laughs> that is that is freaking uh legends of lyra right there <laughs> okay so what happens when he comes out oh <laughs> you've seen him <laughs> all bad all bad oh. all bad okay <laughs> well that's legends of lyra in a nutshell so Legends of Lyra, era, we used to go to uh, Carrie McDonald's. We called it Mac Diesel's because it was the only thing open 24-7. Yep. And we'd go there at like 4 in the morning and go inside and eat <laughs> and stuff. Well, they took me there when I was pissed drunk one time. And I don't know how it all unfolded, but at some point I said, Skyrim? Legends of Lyra. And everybody just stared at me. <laughs> you, you didn't say it. You said Oh, I slurred it. it. I can still picture it. It's like a chicken nugget in your hand when you're insane. Legends of Lyra. Oh my god. Yeah, so Sack Boats is the alter ego. He he doesn't come out too much anymore, but when he does, it's a a hoot and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. Is he a fighter or is he just like a goofball? Depends. Is Uh, it whiskey infused or beer infused? (laughs) Oh, okay. So, So it depends on like who what type of alcohol summons him exactly Uh, exactly and i mean who's who's around you know if it's a bunch of buddies you know stuff like so going back to kyle uh me and kyle were feared we uh that that fraternity area was called fratville drive okay for some reason we were feared on fratville drive and we think we came to the bottom of it yeah Oh, that's Baron scratching himself. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is Jay here? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Fratville Drive, um, my buddy Kyle, you always knew that you were going to get the two of us. You fuck with Kyle, you're getting yep. me. You fuck with me, you're getting Kyle. So, Kyle is, you know, again, that massive guy. Yep. And I'm just unpredictable. Am I going to laugh at you? Am I going to joke with you? Or am I just going to come out of nowhere and fucking fly in butt naked and punch yeah. you in the face yeah, are you, you never gonna know come out of nowhere yeah am i gonna just come on you and then fucking hit you you don't know so <laughs> so we found out that we were feared like people you know i had, a, I had an ex-girlfriend and you know using the term bitch you you guys might use i mean especially you know alec over here he he would say she's a bitch she tried to stab me with a pair of safety scissors oh, but um 
Using that term did, wait, does did not... Did she get very far with that? I grabbed her hand and smacked it on the dashboard of my car and said, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I went, get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> but, um... So that girl went to a party at another... At the fraternity that I almost got in a fight in with yeah. the 12 guys. Yeah. And some guy comes up to her, he's like, oh, what's up? And oh, talking so to her. She was interested in the 12 guys. She, she probably would have <laughs> taken them all. But, um... <laughs> One after another, or at the same time, I don't know. But um, she uh, she had a guy come up to her and was flirting with her, and she goes, "Well, I have a boyfriend." And he goes, "Oh yeah, who's your boyfriend?" She goes, uh, "Zach Oates." And all of a sudden, he just straightens right up. He goes, "I'm sorry, have a good night," and walks away. Oh shit! And I was like, "What? I'm I'm that af- like people are that afraid of me?" Yeah. And, and like you said, I'm not a fighter. Yeah. I'm, I'm the first person to come and give you a hug or, yeah, or you know, come. Or come. <laughs> first person to come, you know, ookie cookie, I'm not very good at it, okay? Uh, Sex is a race and Zotes is always the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, five seconds, baby. That's that's a that's a winner right oh, there. Oh, yeah. You put down some fast lap times in the bedroom. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I may not be quick on a motorcycle, but I'll tell you what. You get me in the bedroom. I'm gonna be winning the Daytona 500, yeah, baby. That's a land speed record. <laughs> yeah, shit. That airplane's got nothing on how quick I can come. The best part about this is you can be as vulgar as you want because after the bead story, everybody stopped. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the, the bead story yeah, filtered if, everyone out. We just gotta say, if you're still here, thank you. Yeah, thank I appreciate you. you guys for hanging on this long. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a character. I'm a wild card. Yeah, if you can last this long, I gotta have you on the podcast. Podcast next. <laughs> if you can last this long, you last longer than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that's awesome. Was that was this the same girl that was like asking you to do that certain thing? Can we go here? <laughs> was it which one? I don't know. I remember a story you telling me that you were in your. It was like I think it was that uh, the Bitlip Chevy. You were in that truck. And like oh. with a girl, and she like looked you dead in the yeah, eye. Yeah. Okay. No, Can that was that it? was my first girlfriend that I'd ever had. I was okay. You know, as you guys know, I was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> fucking <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> Still, I am. But <laughs> um, the, I I didn't get a first girlfriend until I was seventeen years old, and this chick was like sixteen. But mind you, uh, while she was my first time in the bedroom with a, with anybody. I was like her forty seventh. Oh, geez. yeah. She 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 was not forty seventh time. Forty seventh guy. Old. No, I'm just kidding. Forty seventh guy <laughs> oh, that she geez. was with. She she was probably in the hundreds for time she had oh. gotten down and dirty. Oh, jeez. But at sixteen. At sixteen. Damn. Yeah, this girl was. Uh, she she was a nymphomaniac. But, yeah. Um, that honestly, that's like, that's sad. It is. It is. It's it's a uh, it's a shame. I mean, she yeah. didn't. You know, there's backstory to her life that sure we yeah that I don't even know. Yeah. All I know is that she tried to force me to eat a deviled egg, and I told her I was gonna dry heave, and I threw it up, and her mom was all offended, and I was like, "Well, oh. I fucking told you that was gonna." Happen. Oh, so she actually got it down your throat? Yeah. What? So her mom like slaved away in the kitchen for? Oh her. yeah, and yeah. She's and like, I, just eat it. Just eat it. And I'm like, I can't. I will <laughs> yak it up. I promise. And she didn't believe me, oh, so I did. Geez. But uh, this girl in the backseat of my truck, we're kind of, you know, fooling around and whatnot. And uh, 
She, uh, mind you, again, I'm 17. This is my first girlfriend. This is, you know, yeah. all new to me. Uh, the first time we had sex was actually in my buddy's bed. But, um, oh, while he was railing his boyfriend upstairs. So, uh, uh, so uh, yeah, that's a, that's a true fact. What? Um, God bless his soul, you know, God bless him. But, uh, but she, we're in the backseat of my truck and she goes, um, pretend you're raping me and i'm like what she goes pretend you're raping me i fucking looked her dead in the eyes and went um i'm going to rape you and she goes well that's not gonna work and i said well i don't fucking know what a rapist would say i'm not a rapist like what do you mean yeah yeah what am i supposed to say what do you what do you want me to do here not only am i not a rapist this is my first fucking time yeah i'm like i don't know i I don't i don't even know where to put this shit yeah i don't know where your hole is what do you what do you want me to do this is the first time i've been hard yeah (laughs) oh god yeah i mean i've I've dated some winners. <laughs> some winters? Some winters, yeah. No, no, some winners. These these girls are like top of their class for how to make you hate your life. Jeez. Oh, the hardest. <laughs> the hardest. Oh, yeah. I had one girl ask me to, uh, to, to do it from behind, but in the other hole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I I had talked to my my gay buddy, and I'm like, how does that even work? He's like, well, you got to finger it first. We kind of left out the detail that you need to the girl needs to fast before she does that. Like she's got to do a enema and all that shit, like <laughs> clean it out real good. So I shoved a finger in there, oh, no. and when I pulled it out, now I got a I got a Japanese buddy, a, a Japanese buddy, <laughs> and I asked him. He he started calling me Unchi no Yubi. Unchi no Yubi. It means poopy fingers. <laughs> because as soon as I pulled it out, I fucking almost yacked right there because all I had was poop all over my finger. And I went, yeah, this is done. Oh, jeez. So you didn't stick it in after that. Mm-mm. No, you were done. I think we tried another time and it was just too tight. But Jeez. <laughs> Damn, too too tight. That's a, was that the first time? That was her butthole, man. I, that. <laughs> I think that's an exit only. Hell yeah. Except for me, apparently. But <laughs> oh, dude, that is. I I went to school with this guy. You you might know. I don't I don't remember his name actually, but I remember hearing rumors around the school. Like they always get tossed around. This guy was with somebody, and like next thing you know, this girl's on top of her and doing it in the other hole and all of a sudden like she like gets up and just shits all over <laughs> just shits all over him and i'm like that's disgusting hey, could could be worse we had a guy that we used to call uh we used to say they fucked his dog they said he got so drunk at a party he fucked his dog i think these are the standard rumors that go around every high school yeah yeah everybody can tell you that person oh yeah yeah had relations with their dog yeah. <laughs> or their cat their couch yeah. no we yeah we had we had rumors about that in fuck I, here's a good one i got a cousin he uh he is a wild card um that kid's a wild card so we go That's down a strong word coming from you too. oh yeah oh yeah no i mean he he fucking made me cry laughing he run he's I, this kid is six foot four 200 pounds and he is skipping skipping and he comes up behind his sister after she says something and goes get 
fucked nerd. It was the funniest <laughs> shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> but we're at a at a reenactment of Jamestown, which is the first settlement in America. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, side note on that, they didn't know where it was until the eighties. What? They like legitly didn't know where Jamestown they was. They lost it. Yeah, it was just gone. Like what? they didn't know where it was. It's right on the Potomac River, or not the Potomac River, on the Chesapeake Bay, oh, and they just didn't know where it was. And they finally found it. But um, oh. it's got the original Palisades from like the sixteen fifteen hundreds. All that. It's wow. cool, huh. cool spot. So if you ever get the chance, check it out. But um, yeah. we're there at a at a reenactment site before we went to the actual one, and they got a little church. And my cousin climbs up on the pew or the the preacher stand, yep. and he goes. And folks, today uh, we're going to talk about a real interesting concept, uh, incest. You see, we got uh, Brother Zach here and uh, Sister Mackenzie. You know, if they were to have sex right now, that'd be called incest. And you know what? There's not that much wrong with it. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, there's people around. I'm screaming, Landon, cut it out. Cut it out. Not now. So the, okay, so this was like in front of a shit ton of people. Oh, yeah. In front of the reenactment guys. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. And they are just fucking looking at him like, what is wrong? I'm grabbing him. I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that was the wrong place to say that. Oh, yeah. he He's a wild card. That kid is hysterical. Wow. And I mean, they uh, just pull out the muskets on you and start firing. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fun fact. I, I forgot to tell you this one. Did you yeah. know I'm not the one and only Zotes? Really? I am not the one and only Zotes. So, You're uh, the original, though. I am the original. Nice. I am the original. Yes. But, uh,. I'm going. My my fiance works in uh in the social work field. She uh, helps kids who have been adopted. You know, it's a real honorable field. So yeah. she had to go do a training out in Salt Lake City. So after a trip that I was on, I decided like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go try to hop a flight, get out to Salt Lake City. You know, perks of a pilot, fly for free. Yep. And um, I'm waiting for my ticket, and all of a sudden the gate agent calls me up. He goes, Zach Oates, please come to the podium. Zach Oates, please come to the podium. So I go up there. He starts printing my ticket. He's like, all right, you got a seat. This is your seat here. And another guy runs up, and he goes, I'm Zach Oates. And what? you ever seen, like, the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other? Yeah, yeah. I shit you not, that's what we did. I'm like, you're Zach Oates? He's like, yeah, I'm Zach Oates. You're Zach Oates? And I'm like, yeah, I'm Zach Oates. <laughs> so he takes a picture with me to send to his wife. Fuck and yeah. um, and he nudges you, and he's like, 13 inches? <laughs> 13 and a quarter give me some respect yeah, here oh, sorry. <laughs> so i go uh i go he comes up to me and he goes hey man uh i just gotta i just gotta ask and he had the whole 23 and me and stuff and he's like is anybody on here related to you now mind you there are like 1500 people alive today that i am blood related to spread across country we've been oh, here wow. The, the Oates' last name has been here since uh, the first ship that came over. Oh, shit, really? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. I'm a son of the American Revolution. Wow. But, um, that, yeah, you've always been, like, a, a big history guy. Oh, yeah, I love history. Yeah. History's great. That's so, awesome. um Oh, shit, wife's calling, but that's oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, this kid pulls it up, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's my great-grandpa Harry. What? I'm like, we're related. We were distant cousins. Wow. Yeah. So just cool. randomly at an airport, I met my distant cousin who also happens to be a Zote. That's so weird. Yeah, but he's Z-A-C-K, so that's all bullshit. Oh. You know, Z-A-C-H is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to all the Z-A-C-Ks out there, but, you know, <laughs> sorry. We're better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then your whole family goes by, like, the, you know, that yep. kind of nickname. Yep, so. Dotes, Rotes, Zotes, uh, Motes, Totes. <laughs> 
Coats? We got a coats? <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah. Rattle them all <laughs> off there. How did that happen? How did what happen? That Zotes. How did that happen? So some people say it was from the first job that me and Alec had uh, that a guy came up to me and said, uh, oh, I was looking at the, because the board would say, you know, just your first initial and then your last name. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I was looking at it. We should call you Zotes. And then a couple other people came up, and they're like, we should call you Zotes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's already been said. But, uh, yeah, I think that was, like, the first instance where I'd ever been called Zotes. Okay. And yeah. that name has stuck with me. I even introduced myself as Zotes. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't... Like, I wasn't sure what to do for this podcast. I'm like, should I just leave it Zotes? Or, like, I introduced you as Zotes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what everybody calls yeah, me. I mean, yeah. I don't know who Zach is, but yeah. Zotes... <laughs> Your your name tag for your pilot uniform says Zotes. Hell yeah, there it you says Zotes. So you just left off the period, so it actually is Zotes. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I should legally change it to that. <laughs> yeah, how difficult? Yeah. <laughs> how difficult is that to change your name? I don't, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, you can yeah. clearly change your gender. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it's not. Oh, that's a good story in itself. Okay. I was legally a female in the state of michigan for like three years what yeah when i went to swap my license from the fleeing and eluding story <laughs> um they messed up and the lady asked me is everything okay so folks out there you know check to make sure that everything is correct when they say <laughs> is everything correct because where there's supposed to be an m there was an f and they wanted to charge me 30 dollars to fix it oh. so i said fuck that i'm not paying yeah. 30 bucks so for for three years i was a. Uh, I was a legal female, and you know how many tickets that got me out of? Drifting in the snow in parking lots, (laughs) cops are pissing themselves laughing because they're looking at me and going, yeah, it says female, and I'm like... Ah, yeah, I see what you're looking at. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a mistake. One cop literally looked me in the eyes and goes, you got bigger problems to deal with. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he, he probably is just like, oh, he doesn't even mean to drift. That's just, oh, I see, female. Yeah, he's, he's just swerving. <laughs> he's just trying to get fluid. He's just <laughs> swerving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that's awesome. <laughs> yep, so for three years, I was legally a female. I could go into the Target female bathroom, and nobody could yell at oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you whip, whip out, out the idea. license and like, hey, baby. Yep. I'm a baby, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have a fake ID growing up? No. No? I never did do the no. fake ID. I feel like those are so common nowadays. Like, I, like so many kids, like, just like, like, I work with a couple of buddies, and I'm just like, I, n- I never had one. I'm like, where did you, I don't even know where to, where you get this shit. I don't either. <laughs> just like some of the stories we were talking about earlier. It's like, how does this kind of shit happen? Yeah, yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. I mean, these kids find somebody who's got a printer, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can't order them because, like, then they, I don't know, can they track that shit? I don't know. <laughs> Government's fucking listen to us right now. Yeah. They've heard my bead story about fifty times. <laughs> yeah, so like, oh, we got to keep a close eye on this guy. That's one thing I will say. I am an American patriot. I love this country. I love its people. Absolutely. Everything about it. You know, America, how it should be, is an absolute amazing thing. Fuck the government. (laughs) I cannot stand the way this country is now at the point where we're voting. It's it's a clown car that rolls up and we're voting on who's the funniest clown. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pick a side. If anything, I'm libertarian, man. Like, I think Joe Jorgensen, when she was running, Mm -hmm. she said, 
if you can afford a tank, you should legally be able to own a tank. I went, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've talked about that on the podcast, too. Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's it's just Stay out of my room, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just, you know, I, I'm like for anything that doesn't restrict, like any any sort of restrictions, it's just like fuck off kind of thing like oh, yeah like anytime there's like I, I can't even think of an example but like i don't need, i want to get like too wrapped up in something specific but like any anytime anything's like restricted or laws or rules it's just like <clears throat> well laws are a little bit different but like infringing on rights of any kind it's just like get off my back kind of thing leave me alone as long yeah. as i'm not hurting anybody like let me do what i want kind of thing like if I want to dig a hole in my backyard, let me dig a hole in my backyard. Yeah, why do you why do you gotta why do you gotta get a building permit yeah. to put up a house on your property? Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I we we put up Chavo's house without a building permit. Yeah, yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> it, it wasn't. Uh, there you go, government just taking away people's homes. Poor well, Chavo. and they want to tax it, and they yep. want you know all that shit. Yep. Like taxation is theft. It is, yeah. Texas dick, fat boy. That's that's <laughs> what I have to say. Yeah, literally. Yeah, every it's literally like you're paying with tax money. Tax money is, it's like, here's my tax money, so you can tax it, so I can buy something that's yeah. also, also getting also taxed. getting taxed. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane. And then you never own what you buy. Like oh yeah, you, like you buy a house, you don't own it. Even if you pay it off, you're still paying taxes. Right, right. It's it's you like can't own anything. It's like <clears throat> we talked about like birth certificates on this. Like what kind of animal has a birth certificate besides us? We're like government property basically. Oh yeah, we're just assets to the government to pay pay off their debt, which. They don't even <laughs> hear chuckle in the. <laughs> you ever think the monkey, like the chimpanzees and stuff, are looking at us like, "What the fuck are yeah. you guys doing?" Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. They're like, "You guys got it all wrong." <laughs> yeah, the, the animals are just more evolved than us. We're st- we're just like trying to figure it out, and then we're finally gonna evolve to back in the primal days. Sp- speaking of evolution, have you have you heard that the government announced that aliens are real? Yes. I've watched that whole entire thing. <laughs> do you think they're out there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I do too. I, you know, and here's my take on it is like, do I think there could be life that's more technologically advanced than us? Yep. But there's no way that there's not life right. on other planets. Right. Right. And I, so we don't have to go too in depth with crazy theories, but like at the very least, for people that are going to be be like totally thrown off if you haven't been already by this episode, but like, yeah, if sorry. the alien, if the alien thing is the thing that gets you to like, like be like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pulling up cone heads right now. <laughs> yeah, if that's, <laughs> if that's the thing that like throws you off, it's like for me at the like you look out into space. And it's like, you see all those stars. Like, we got our sun, and we got our solar system. And it's like, I think it's dumb to think that... I think it's naive to think that... Naive and selfish, really, to think that we're not... Like, that we're the, the only, only ones yeah. here. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Even if you... Even if we're the only... Like, uh, like, I'll give this to you. Like, if we're the only intelligent life, that's fine. Whatever. But, like, 
at the very least, you can't tell me that there's not at least bacteria out on some oh, yeah. rocks floating out there. Like, there's something out there's there. There's something. It's, it's not that we perfectly have this perfect formula on this rock that just, like, everything turns out to be perfect to make life, and we're the only ones here. No, it's... Right. There's so many other planets in the Goldilocks yeah. zone yep. that... Yeah. That we live in. And like government, like we were talking with restrictions and stuff, I'm sure that stunted our evolution of, of growth, like as yeah. a society that like we're held back. And I'm sure that there's other life forms out there that have grown in mature, probably some that figured out a better way of life than us that started later than us that are now more evolved because they're not restricted like, right. like we are. Or maybe they're more peaceful because we got... Like we're hotheads, all of us. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's especially less sack wars. boats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, dude. There's there's shit out there for sure. Oh yeah. Well, and uh, you know, here's one to here's one to chew on that I've said a couple times. Let so me chew on it. Yeah. Here's <laughs> welcome. My name is Chaw, and here's something for you to chew on. Um, <laughs> that's a video. If y'all want to go check that out, just look up the legend of Chaw. But um, okay, so. Time and distance, which are like the basis of how we measure things, right? right. We yep. all we all work in a field where we got to measure something. Yep. Those are human constructs. You think you think Baron's over here laying down <laughs> thinking about how far that ball is from his face? You're no, he's, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, he sees the ball, he goes and gets it. Yep. So time and distance is a human construct, and you know, with that being said, the universe is ever expanding. Right. We know that the the universe is just continually growing. Yep. So when somebody comes up to you, since time and distance is all based on your perspective, when somebody comes up to you and says you're not the center of the universe, technically from your perspective, you are. Yeah. From where you're sitting right now, you are the center of the universe. And from over here where I'm sitting... I'm the center of the universe. Yeah. Alex, the center of his universe. You know, it's, yeah. you can't sit here and say you're not the center of the universe because realistically, yes, I am. Yeah, that's perspective. Yeah. You yeah. ever think about that too? Like, are we really seeing what we're seeing? Because our eyes are just interpreting light right now. Right. Yeah. It's all frequency. Yeah. So are we really seeing what we're seeing? Like, is your shirt green to you the same way it's green to me? I don't know. That's that's hard to say. But what what I do know is like being everything that's everything is like frequency. Everything we're taking in with our eyes, but there's like frequencies that we can't see, like microwaves and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like I remember uh, reading this book. It was like a brain book, some brain book, but like it talked about like I don't remember what happened to this certain guy, but. Something happened to a certain guy, but he was able to see uh, electromagnetic waves, like see fields of energy. Really? It was like a sixth sense, basically. Like he, like when when a electric stove was on, he could like see the field around. And it's just like I I, I can't remember what kind of like he had some sort of surgery or something on his head. That did that? <clears throat> yeah. And there's a, there was another case where uh, like. They can see infrared light, like the guy was wow. able, like not, but like not visually see, but like they could like sense it in a way. Yeah. Like try to describe a sense that you don't have. Like right. if like we know taste, touch, sound, what like all that, but like one that like a way to know something is there, you can sense it without senses that we already have. Like this guy could sense infrared light. He knew when cameras were on him. He could see like. 
like he uh the story he said was like walking down a city and he he like somehow sensed a camera like a night vision camera because it was at night he could sense the infrared light and like knew that cameras were on him and it's like just like it's all it's all frequencies and shit like that and like yeah back to the alien thing like what if like we are restricted like what if there are other senses like that and like we can't feel them because we're not evolved enough we don't even know what the fuck other creatures could even possibly be like, oh yeah like what if there's you know we we have talked i remember an episode where we talked about like communication issues yeah where it's like what if they don't even have throats? Like, what if some there's creatures out there that don't have throats and can't even communicate in a way that we do? Like, everything is so, like, you know, filtered and biased by what our perspective is, like yep. what we've already seen and taken in and what we understand. And, like, it's so hard to open your mind to an idea that you don't even, you know... You can't even conceptualize. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's just, there- like... There was a girl in my high school that could feel colors. You know, we'd blindfold her and somebody would hold like a cloth in front of her, like a red cloth. She'd put her hand on it and she'd go, this is red. That's fucking wild. Yeah. (laughs) And that that was just a sense that she had that we all were like, there's no fucking way. And she's like, no, like it's, it gives off almost like a heat signature kind of thing. Yeah. Like red is well, real it, hot. Yeah, it makes sense because literally everything is frequency. That's what light is, and and kind of like you were saying, it's like the universe ever expanding. Light is traveling always, and if you know if it's an empty vacuum out there, like obviously light is always going to be moving outwards. Yeah. So it's it's just that's why the universe is expanding because it you know if there's no resistance or any like you right, know, it's just like no friction, nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just. Light is shining off into nothingness and always going. <laughs> another another fact about space that a lot of people don't really know is that if you were to go up to space and take a spacesuit off, your head wouldn't explode. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people don't know that one, but yeah, yeah that that is a common misconception. I know that is. A, yeah, you pretty much like. I mean, you could. Can't you like? From what I understand, you got like a couple minutes, but you'll pretty much freeze. You'll you'll freeze and then the vacuum will actually draw all the air in your lungs out of you involuntarily. Gotcha. Like you can't really hold it in just because the vacuum is so sucks strong, it, it just sucks it right out of you and collapses your lungs basically. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, okay. yeah. we used to we used to talk about that when I was flight instructing. Um, you have a fuel pump that's sucking fuel. Yep. And you needed to have this uh, tube, which was called a uh, uh, fuel vent, mm-hmm. in order to allow fuel or air to come into the tank so that the vacuum wouldn't be created. Now, okay. mind you, is is the pump strong enough to collapse the tank? Maybe, maybe not. Most likely not. But it is going to stop the flow of fuel. Um, funny story about that. I had a kid, which if any of you out there are looking to get into aviation, um, study. Take time when your instructor's talking to you, take notes. That's going to help you out a lot. I had a kid, and I mean, a lot of us are mechanically inclined, and I should say I'm mechanically inclined because of Alec over here. <laughs> I didn't know shit until I started <laughs> hanging out with him. But, um, <laughs> but um, I had asked this kid, I said, uh, what is the job of the fuel vent? And mind you, I had already told this kid about four times what it does. He goes, um, it lets oil pass through it. And I kind of stopped and I went, I want you to think about what you just said. The fuel <laughs> vent. 
And he's like, yeah, it allows oil to pass through it. And I'm like, okay, what does a vent in your house do? Let's air in. Okay. Or let's air out. Whatever. What do you think the fuel vent does? Oh, it lets fuel pass through it. And I, I just like face palmed and I'm yep. like, okay, this is the point where you've given me an answer wrong about four times. Maybe you should have a pen and paper out. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to explain it to you. And I said, the fuel vent, you know, allows air into the tank so that we don't get a vacuum, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe you just shouldn't fly a plane. Right. So then I asked him again, which the kid was really good with the controls. Oh, he just okay. he just had no mechanical knowledge whatsoever. Gotcha. So I asked him again, I said, what's a fuel vent? And this was 10 seconds after I just told him what it is. He said, it lets fuel pass through it. And I went, okay, okay, we're done for the day. <laughs> I'm like, this is this yeah. is not working. Yeah, that's, yeah, sometimes, it, it that is interesting though, like the, you know, kind of to give the kid the benefit of the doubt <laughs> like right it is kind of interesting to have like different learning um you know skills i guess where it's like people learn differently or like understand things you know some people are better mechanically some people are better musically some right people, right it's like it, it is interesting like how you know it like we are so similar in so many ways but like the way our brains operate it's it's weird how unique they are. Yeah. And I mean, I'll tell you this, um, the biggest thing about learning to be an instructor, it's not knowing how airplanes work like the back of your hand. It's knowing how people learn. So for one, you know, student, me just telling him like, this is what it is. That works. He just remembers it. He memorizes it. It's real easy. Yeah. Somebody else, I got to show them. I got to actually take them out to the airplane and yeah. say, Hey, see, here's this. Let's go ahead and uh, plug it up and let's see what the engine does kind of thing. Yeah. So there's – everybody's got a different way of learning, like you said, and that was the key about being an instructor was understanding how does your student specifically learn. Right. And, you know, I'd have four or five students a day that I'm having to switch up the learning style uh, constantly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, with, with an airplane, it's – and I've said this from the beginning of being an instructor, flying an airplane is easy. Yeah. Flying an airplane is like driving a car. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. Being a pilot, making decisions is where it starts to get hard. Right. Because now all of a sudden you got somebody dying in the backseat, your engine just quit, and you're over the middle of nowhere. How are you going to handle this? Yeah. What are you going to do? And that's... That's where it really becomes important. I, I could care less if it takes, you know, if you and I went flying yep. and it took you seven months to land an airplane, I could care less. I'll just keep flying with you and trying <laughs> to teach you it, try it a different way, see if that might work for you, um, which to tell everybody out there the truth, uh, landing an airplane, one day you're just going to wake up, you're going to do it, and you're going to be like, why is this, why was I never able to do this before? That's just how yeah. it works. But what I care more about is if I pull your engine off on you and you say, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this to try to get it back started. Okay, that didn't work. Here's how I'm going to get into this field. You set yourself up. I used to make my kids, I shouldn't say they're kids. I mean, some of the guys I was working with were like 40 and 50 years old, but I would make them to uh, take it to five feet above the corn to prove to me I'm going to land and I'm going to be okay. I've had guys who they they do everything right. They run the checklist. They get themselves set up. Mm. We get to five feet above the corn, and I look at them, and I go, 
all right, are we going to live? And they look at the tree line about 500 feet away and they go, no, we're not. And I say, exactly. You can do everything right, but if you don't set yourself up, you're not going to survive. And at the end of the day, that's all I ever cared about being an instructor. Mm -hmm. I want my student to survive in an airplane. Airplanes are dangerous. They, They really, they are when you're by yourself. On an airline, I'll tell you the honest God truth, you're you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be absolutely fine on an airline. If you're flying it by yourself, that's when it gets dangerous because people do a lot of stupid things that they shouldn't be doing. I had one guy tell me, and Brody, you'll be able to attest to this. Mm. Um we legally, if you're flying only visual conditions, yep. you need to be five hundred feet below the clouds. Now, why do you think that is? So there's no surprises popping up in, you know. Exactly. You can see each other, see the lights. <laughs> exactly. I had a guy tell me one time we were about 20 feet below the clouds, and he goes, oh, it looks like 500 to me, and I said, nope, we're going to yep. nick that in the butt right now. Plus the you, planes coming down, like popping down. That's and exactly back it. Up kind of you don't know what's on the other side of that cloud. Right. You can't see it. Yeah. So you don't know if there's a you know seven thirty seven that's descending through that right. and now you're you're a fucking bug splat on their windshield yeah. because you didn't want to obey the rules. Yeah. So it's um again for those of you that want to become pilots, it's something that I would recommend. It's fun. Um, we might have to take a quick intermission, yeah, but yeah, I uh, think we got another guest here. So long, long story short, uh, do it. Just study. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, we are back, and we got a growing studio audience. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the fun. Wait, 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 we didn't Sup. do it. Hello. Still here. <laughs> we didn't do a mic check. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Choke that down quick. All right, yeah. All right. You're not the only one who's done that. Oh, man. So I'm <laughs> getting, I'm getting other. Oh, Jay. I might as well just suck you off right now. <laughs> 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 All right, so we we've officially decided that this is going to be the sack boats episode, yeah, and uh, all the wacko stuff. So this is going to be posted later on, and then we'll just kind of yeah. We we apologize first off to Brody for having all the editing that he's got to do to yeah. kind of chop this into. The legit Zach Oates with like the pilot stuff and the yeah. aliens and all that. Yeah. But then there's going to be a sack boats for you. Yes. Yeah. This is a. <laughs> all right. Uh, you got any more wild stories before we just kind of like do some clipping here? You... Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me look to the audience because we already talked about, you know, Jay climbing trees and Chavo's house yeah. and all that, yeah. you know. What else we got that's like wild stories that yeah. I've been involved in? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Don't have to look that hard, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, you want to hear about Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. he wants to the hear about Phoenix. The audience is not Are you comfortable with that? Uh, I mean, Taylor, my fiance, already knows about it. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know, it's Perfect. if she hears this it. This is great. Okay, so we talked about this before, like our first intermission, and he was like not on the podcast. But now that Jeremy's glistening head is in here, <laughs> out pops the Phoenix story. <laughs> I want to I wanna rub it like a cue ball. Come here, come here. Yeah, give me, give me a little taste of that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, little a little spiky. Fun. Yeah, a little spiky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Phoenix, Phoenix. Everybody wants to hear about Phoenix. So yeah. I, got a, I got a real good buddy. His name's Nate. 
and uh, we both work for the same company, and um, we were down in Phoenix for training. So we had just lifted. Um, you know, we were a little hot and sweaty, and we we're like, "Fuck it!" You know, it's a hundred and two degrees outside. Let's go in the hot tub. Great fucking idea, yeah. <laughs> and um, we're chilling in the hot tub, you know, six feet apart because we're not gay. <laughs> and uh, a couple flight attendants from another airline walked down, and it was like an elderly woman, somebody like a chicken or like forties to fifties, um. Uh, gay guy and his sister so we're all kind of sitting there and they start talking to us and um the the 40 something year old goes hey uh can i join you boys in the hot tub so as you'll probably hear from this being chopped up on my last story about my first girlfriend being when i was 17 i was kind of oblivious and i went well yeah i don't own it so yeah you can come in i mean whatever (laughs) So she starts stripping down, and she goes, oh, no, I thought I had my swimsuit on. And I'm like, all right, bitch, you got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool me. I know where this is headed. So, you know, they're all talking to us. The elderly woman goes to bed. The gay guy finds out real quick that none of us are going to bang him that night. And um, the girl who got in the hot tub with us, she keeps going, oh, my hot tub down the street. You know, I live here, but I wanted to get away from my kids for the night. She had kids our age. And uh, she goes, um, my hot tub's warmer. My hot tub's so much warmer, blah, blah, blah. Trying to get us to be like, oh, come sit next to yeah. us. We'll keep you warm. So at the end of the night, um, mind you, I had to get up at like 3 in the morning to go do a training session. Yep. Uh, she invites us up to the room. And she's like, I got Buffalo Trace. Now, I can't turn down a good bourbon. <laughs> yep. So I'm like, I got I to gotta go up. So I get up there, and it's 9 p.m., and I'm like, ah, fuck, I can't drink. So I don't drink, but my buddy takes the two shots. And as he's taking the two shots, she goes, I got to go get ready for bed. And as she shuts the door to the bathroom, I go, you might want to put on some dry clothes because we had been in the hot tub. Yeah. She whips that door open, butt naked butt naked and says i didn't invite you boys up here to put on clothes so i look at her i look at my buddy i look at her i look at my buddy i look at her look at my buddy and i go fuck it so we tag teamed her and at one point i'm on top of her and he's getting throated throated by her and i just so happened to turn my head to the right and I see him, dick in hand, about six inches from my face, just beating it. <laughs> and the only thing I could think of in that moment was to go, please don't come on me. <laughs> we burst out laughing. Everybody's laughing. Even the chick who just got tag teamed by two 20-somethings. And I get up, and I go, all right, I got to go to bed. And she goes, what, you're going to leave? Uh, so I look at my buddy and I go, "Yeah, Nate, be a good man and finish the nice lady off." And I walked out. <laughs> now the best part of that story is uh, she added my buddy Nate on Facebook, and uh, she went to add me, but she added my buddy Justin by accident. So uh, yeah, thinking, she doesn't know who I am. You. Thinking it was me, she just saw pilot with the last name that starts with an O, and she figured it was me. Oh, it gotta be him. <laughs> So that's that's my my Phoenix story, and uh, 
You know, it was a it was a wild ride. Yeah, wild there's, ride. there's no possibility of a like a pregnancy scare though, right? Because <sighs> you didn't finish, you just got up. Oh and no! Up. Oh no! Well, she she claimed she had an IUD, so <laughs> that's. <laughs> Jay's over here like she's got she was working with ISIS <laughs> claim wars in her fuck I had to call the bomb squad and shit they had a dog face first into her cooch pops back out he's got a little white shit on his nose it's just my blowed but <laughs> he's over here like oh <laughs> yeah, she uh she 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 was something. I'll uh, say that. Yeah. I mean, you know, to take on two young bucks <laughs> at one time. Yeah, it takes Now a lot. my only regret of that whole situation <laughs> is that I never actually Eiffel Towered. Like it's not like we kinda pig roasted her and we were high five and while doing it. <laughs> that would have been that would have been legendary, but you know, it was it was just, it was something. So yeah, now, uh, now my buddy Nate, you know, he's still single, and I'm engaged. And <laughs> I guess Phoenix really changes a man, but yeah. maybe not in the way that you would expect. Yeah, what happens in Phoenix? What happens in Phoenix definitely didn't stay there because she hit him up a couple times when she was in Detroit. She's like, "Hey, I've been thinking about you." Yeah, literally, like she would call him and be like, "Hey, I'm in Detroit and for the night." He's he's younger than her kid. No, we're the same age as one of her, her her oldest kids. She's got like a twenty year old, a twenty five year old, and a twenty eight year old. Oh. We're all the same age. Oh, I feel like that's so weird. Like <laughs> I railed their mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After she got a divorce. I mean she, she Yeah, I mean hungry and looking for more immediately. Yeah, I mean I've freaking the audience here has seen some some sides of me. Like we've we've made it damn clear that if if you claim to be my friend You've seen me naked at least once. At least, yeah. At least once. Yeah. Everybody, maybe not Katie, but uh, everybody in this room has seen me naked at least once. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I got. I don't have much to show. I mean, I said earlier, it's the thickness of a of a needle and about the size of your pinky finger. So, uh, <laughs> the tip of your pinky finger. The tip of your pinky finger. So it ain't much to show. But you know what? I'll I'll attempt a helicopter like it's my day job. <laughs> I can really get that thing moving, but I'll sure as hell try to spin her. Hey, you know what they say? Three inches at 100 mile an hour is a lot of dick. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Going back to that to that fighting story, that was the buddy who uh, I fought in that one. That that he said that. Oh really? Yeah, that was uh, his that was his quote. Oh, that's funny. That was his quote. He used to say that one all the time. Hey man, three inches at 100 mile an hour is a lot of dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a buddy that we used to work with that said a similar thing. He was just like. A, a tic tac at 100 miles an hour still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll never forget that lives with me is uh, when we were at the farm mm. and, uh, um, you know, Dylan had been drinking all day and he gets in the truck and he goes, Yeah, I don't want to get a Dewey going home. Oh, yeah. That was the first time I heard Dewey. A Dewey. And I pissed myself oh, yeah. i thought that was the funniest <laughs> shit that i had ever heard yeah i got i got like archives of videos of him i'll have to show you that's so funny yeah, oh yeah like i because i was like videotaping him like all day long every day I oh yeah. so many videos of him yeah <laughs> and folks out there on the on the sack boats b-side tapes here you might not know who we're talking about but these are good buddies yeah 
these are good people. Uh, everybody that we talk about, they're all good people. Yeah. We just have so many wild stories of them. Oh yeah, and us doing stupid shit together. I mean, it's it's been a ride. Yeah, it's been a ride. Oh yeah, it for sure has. <laughs> Ain't over yet. I mean, fuck. Oh, no. Wait till wait till my wedding when all y'all are there. And oh yeah, open gonna, bar, baby. <laughs> that's gonna be too much of a good time. <laughs> oh oh, you know what? That just reminded me of. <laughs> Can I talk about that one? I you don't care. <laughs> All right, so uh, we went to we went to a wedding for a buddy of ours named Brad, and uh, me and Alec here were the only two single guys at that wedding, and there just happened to be one single girl, and she. You, you, I don't know if y'all out there have heard of a linebacker girl who's a linebacker. She's got real broad shoulders. Oh, probably yeah. could. Probably could squash your head like a watermelon between her legs. She was she was a she was a strong woman. Yes, to say the least. Don't so say linebacker, people might get the wrong idea. What do you mean? Doing lines off her back? Oh, that'd be kind of neat. <laughs> <laughs> we almost did. Um, <laughs> so so mind you, I, I wasn't even supposed to be sleeping over at this wedding. Alec and his brother had had a uh, room reserved, and they said, "Yeah, you can crash with us. You're too drunk to go anywhere." <laughs> Um, I remember walking from the venue to the hotel bar. I remember ordering cheese curds. Don't ever remember paying for said cheese curds. We were that drunk. So at the end of the night, it's just us two and uh, the wait staff, and we're all talking bullshit and stuff. And uh, this gal comes back in, and she goes, oh, I think I lost my person here. And us being the gentlemen we are, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll help you find it. So we walk around the corner, and she grabs me by the shoulder. She goes, can I kiss you? And I was like, uh, sure. So she kisses me and she walks out and, uh, we invite her over to the hotel. So mind you, Eric wanted to go to sleep. So we couldn't hang out in the hotel room. So we're hanging out in the laundry room at this hotel, just talking shit and stuff. And, uh, she decides she's going to sleep over. So it's, it's a you, me and the fucking Dupree moment. <laughs> Where I'm on the left she side. She decides she's going to sleep over, and he doesn't even have a hotel room. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. <laughs> so we only have one option. Yeah, we got one option. So it's me on one side, her in the middle, and Alec on the other. So she starts making out with me, and I'm starting to shove my fingers in some places, and she's going, I can't be quiet. I can't be quiet. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Meanwhile, <laughs> Buddy's behind her trying to get a piece of the action. Yeah, all right. You were, you were trying to get in on it, and I would have done it too. I would have done it too. I would have. I, I am a sharer and a carer, and I would have. I would have let you jump you right in. You didn't share. Yeah, because at one point it was four in the fucking morning. I was in my underwear, and I go, "Yeah, I'm going to sleep now." She was real disappointed about that one. Actually, that might have been the point where you tried to get some action because I. Because I didn't get nothing. <laughs> like, I wouldn't remember it if I did. I'm pretty sure you were reaching behind, grabbing her ass, trying to get well, some. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, that oh, it's doesn't mean I'm trying to get some. Well, you should have. I thought that was what you know. The people have the dividing pillows between them, and yeah. you like put your arm on the pillow. Yeah. I just thought that was the pillow. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. That's just how I sleep. There's like a pillow there. Yeah, it's a just a body pillow. Yeah, yeah, it just so happened to be a body pillow made of flesh. It's all good. Well, hey, you can't. 
you can't choose them all, and that's what I got left with that night. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he got left with second shift. <laughs> second shift, and I clocked out early. <laughs> yeah, she was she was real disappointed. I think it, she probably rolled over and looked at you like, "Well, I guess this is what I'm getting." You're just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she woke up more disappointed than she went to sleep. I think. <laughs> yeah, she she fucking stayed. She was gonna want to have breakfast with us, and we're like, "Get oh, the shit. fuck out, please!" <laughs> Damn, yeah, we blitzed out of there. Oh, I was hungover as all hell. She was completely let down, but still wanted to cook you guys breakfast. Yeah, something like wow. that. Wow. I we had another time that for that wedding, I went to the bachelor party. We were down in uh, in Nashville, and this uh, one of our buddies, Jason, brings up his buddy from the uh, air or from the army uh, named Eli. Now, Eli, you know, I'm a wild card, but Eli is the real, the real deal. I mean, this guy is a good time. Yeah. So he starts dancing with this girl, and she's got two of her friends with her. I guess it was her birthday. And I go up to the two girls, and I put my hand out, and I spin them both. And uh, the one girl, I go, hey, can I buy you all a drink? And I buy them a drink. And the one girl, I made her feel like I walked into that place, saw her, and that my only objective was to talk to her that night. No, I was trying to see which one was going to give me more attention, the blonde or the brunette. <laughs> so we end up going to a different bar, and we, we ask him, you want to come with? They come with, and while we're walking outside, Eli comes up to me, grabs me by the back. He goes, hey, man, that chick that I was dancing with, she's a cunt. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, but I see what's going on with you, so I'm going to hang in there for you. I'm like, you are a real a real stand-up guy right now <laughs> yeah. so i end up making out with that chick all that we get him in a cab get him back to their hotel and i look at eli i'm like what do you want to do now he's like let's go back to the bars i'm like hell yeah we start walking and he gets a text from the chick that um that he was dancing with she goes come to my hotel room you and your buddy and we're like fucking ruck let's go we're, we're, we're fucking hiking there 30 minute walk Jeez, oh, we're singing jody's the whole way i'm talking like uh like i left my home <laughs> <laughs> fucking hiking so we get there his chick's passed out my chick's still in the same clothes she was wearing at the club the other girl's in her pajamas uh-huh so Eli's fucking prancing around the room talking nonsense because he's belligerently drunk. <laughs> and I'm talking to these two chicks, making out with the other one. And at one point, I look up because the blonde girl looks and she goes, what the fuck? And I look up. Eli's got his shirt off and his pants undone. And he's going, it's hot in here, man. It's hot in here. So I look at the blonde chick. I'm like, I think it's time we go. She's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wanted a piece of that action. Oh, jeez. He, yeah. was, he was ready to go. Yeah, he was. So I took a pole of their pink Whitney, and we hiked out of there. <laughs> I text that girl the next day, and she didn't respond. I'm like, well, fuck. That's gone. <laughs> you left your buddy back there? though. Or- no, he came with. Oh, I dragged oh, him got- with. Oh, jeez. I couldn't leave a soldier behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we... <laughs> Some of that shit. I had a I had another time when I was in college. Some girl comes up to me at a party. She goes, uh, "Hey, do you mind just telling your friends that I fucked you, that that I pity fucked you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no fucking problem. I don't need a pity fuck." Yeah. Come to find out later, some chick that I knew was trying to set me up with this girl the whole night. She goes and fucks one of our other guys that we had there at the fraternity. Gives him the clamp. Oh, f- 
fuck? I dodged a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. He called his, he comes in, he calls his mom, he goes, Mom, I need to get tested. Oh my god. Damn, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of stories from frat parties, so I was risk management. I know, I, irony. The riskiest guy is the yeah. risk management oh, yeah. chair. That's because you know what to look for. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to, so I had to sober monitor every party and a bunch of shit happened. Well, one time I had these buddies that were in uh, ROTC, and not just ROTC, they were in something called WRO, which is Western Rangers Organization. These guys were like, they weren't born... They were military issued out of the womb. <laughs> I mean, the one guy calls me up one night and he's like, hey, um, and he, he would talk to you like you were the most important person in the world. He'd go like this. He'd go, hey, Zotzi, what are you doing tonight? I go, oh, nothing, Jim. What, what do you got going? All I need you to do, I'm going to drop off a walkie talkie. I want you to walk through the woods. If you find anybody, they're going to say nothing. And you're going to say you guys smoke and if they don't respond with we only fucking dip then you just walk away you say you're just looking for a place to smoke in the woods really what i found out later is that it was a military exercise and that we were looking for the enemy team <laughs> oh shit but anyways going back to the original story i was sober monitoring a party and they go hey can we come to your party i said absolutely i fucking love you guys you guys are always welcome over here so they show up they're having a good time, kind of keeping to themselves. And at one point, the president of the fraternity runs up to me. He goes, Zotes, come here. And I'm like, what? He goes, why do your WRO buddies have a tomahawk? <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, they have a tomahawk. And they're showing people. <laughs> so I go up to the group. And I go, Jim, do you have a tomahawk? <laughs> and he goes, tomahawk? What tomahawk? And they all book it <laughs> and run away. Oh, <laughs> So I text him. I go, Jim, I wasn't going to yell at you. I was just going to say, stop. I wasn't going to kick you out. I was just going to say, stop showing people the fucking yeah. tomahawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think those guys, like I said, they were military issue. Yeah. Like the guy did trials, you know, trials, like the super light bikes, like jumping up. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. He did trials. Oh, shit. Smartest guy I ever met. Wow. Fucking dropped out of aviation to study Arabic because he's like, well, if I'm going into the Rangers, I should probably know Arabic. Yeah. And I mean, super smart oh, guy. Shit. You know, if he's, if he ever stumbles across this podcast, Jim, if you were to steal Taylor from me, I would understand. <laughs> I would completely understand. And any girl out there in the world, any girl out there in the world, if you stumble across Jim, you are lucky to get five seconds of his time. I'm not gay for him. But if I was gay, I would be gay for Jim. <laughs> you better make sure your fiance doesn't lose it. Oh, she, she already knows. I've made it damn clear to her. I'm like, if you ever meet Jim, I would understand if you left me for him. I would leave me for him. <laughs> damn, what a man. But I, I'd also say the same about every guy in this room, you know. Oh, getting a little hot in here <laughs> oh yeah there they are <laughs> the nips are out you mind if i take my pants off this is oh, just getting i don't know warm. why they're still on yeah you got the instagram where it's me just going like yeah. this now you got to get the one the seductive the oh. sack boat yeah, oh. okay let's get the sack boats one yeah you're right. i used to be able to lick my nipple when i was younger <laughs> <laughs> 
so much more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all want to see me give Katie a, a little uh, strip tease? <laughs> oh, strip clubs. That's another good one. Yeah. All right, let's do oh, it. Oh, man. So we're having a little party over at Alex's house, and... Uh, his older brother goes, hey, Zotes, you got to drive me to the strip club. And another buddy of ours wanted to go, too. So I'm thinking I'm just supposed to drop him off, right? I've yeah. never been to a strip club before. And they go, no, 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 you got to stick around. you got to take us back. We'll pay your cover. So this is my first time in a strip club, and a bunch of shit goes down. But at some <laughs> point, we lose Eric. Eric's in a private room, and we have no <laughs> idea where he is. And cell phone reception's real bad. We can't get a hold of him. Out comes a stripper who dances to Chop Suey by System of a Down. And she saw me mouth the words, who hurt you? Because I'm like, what the fuck? So after her comes the, the largest stripper that they have in the joint. The biggest girl they got. Quadruple XL. Oh, yeah. Her, her, she was rocking like Z-cup titties. So. Triple Zs. Yeah, triple Zs. So this girl comes out, and my buddy sees her, and he starts throwing singles down in front of me. And I'm like, no, and I'm pushing them back in front of him. So she, she walks right up to me. She looks me dead in the eyes and goes, turn around. And I go, excuse me? She goes, turn your chair around. So I do. I turn my chair around. She goes, lay your head back. And I'm like, okay. So I start laying back. I'm looking up at a can light on the ceiling, and a fucking lunar eclipse happens <laughs> next thing you know this girl was playing basketball with my head and her ass bouncing my ass be- or my head between the stage and her ass and at some point my glasses fly off and that's when i shoot up and i go no more <laughs> no more and I look around the, the stage, and every guy there is dying. <laughs> they are pissing themselves. That's the point when I grab our buddy. I go, we're getting the fuck out of here. So we had to call Alec because we're like, we don't know where Eric is. We can't get a hold of him. You got to come pick him up, figure it out. <laughs> it was kind of a dick move, and I apologize for that. But we, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We got him. <laughs> special treatment in the back. Oh, yeah. He dropped like 600 bucks that night. He does that about every time. Oh, God. What is every time? How often does he go? Uh, not, not too much after the last time because we were at this bar and just having a couple drinks. It was like a weeknight. And he's like, I'm going to play the slot machine. We never play the slot machine. He puts like 20 bucks in there, wins oh, the jackpot. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So... At that little crappy bar. We didn't even think they were going to pay out, and sure as shit, they paid out. So it was like, I don't know, 1300 bucks. It was it was over 1000 I think it was closer to 1300 And he's like, we're going to the titty bar. <laughs> Gotta go to the titty club. Yeah, and it was like a Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, it was like a Tuesday night or something, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Guy won. He can pay for us to get in. I'll sit there, have a drink. Mm. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> I don't know. 20 minutes goes by. We still can't find him. Still can't find him. Finally, he comes out after like an hour. I'm like, all right, we're leaving. Get in the car. And I'm like, how much you spend? He's like, I took all my money. <laughs> I think he spent, and he wouldn't give me the exact number, but it was over $600 in that hour. And then 
So um, the next time we were having a family dinner with my parents, I I brought up the issue <laughs> because he deserved to get made fun of for that. <laughs> hey, can you can you give us your best Eric? I want big titties in my face impression. <laughs> I don't know. He just like goes. A- he goes something like. What big titties in my face! Yeah. Like like an aggressive... Yeah, very aggressive. And he really... And he claims that uh, black titties are the softest titties. And I said, I really don't think it makes... I mean, I wouldn't know, but I guess I wouldn't think the color of the skin makes a difference. But he, he's a firm believer. So, okay. Yeah. Hey, he just goes, I want big titties in my face yeah. all the time. He's, he's a character. <laughs> Uh, the the question asked was what's pirate's shit reaction about spending that much money at the titty bar that I don't think he's gone back since. So I think maybe he learned his lesson. I think. <laughs> no, you know what? Because we were just at the strip club for a bachelor party this year, and I was there for about one, two drinks, spent six dollars, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, I think he, he dropped another couple hundred. <laughs> you should have seen him in uh, at fucking Brad's. We had to we had to make a mission. It was a mission to pull Brad out of there. Oh yeah. Oh my that god. Does, that does not surprise me. Yeah. That I, maybe we should leave that little part out, that little tidbit, because uh, you know Brad's married now, and I don't know if his wife uh, knows about that one, yeah. but you better cut that whole yeah, clip out of you yeah. saying that, because now she's gonna know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'll cu- I'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> no, leave it in. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's right. that's that's what um that's what most girls have said to me. They're like, leave it in. Fuck it. <laughs> oh yeah. Next day, you know what? I'm buying a little pill. Can you put it in? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you put it in? Is yet? it in yet? <laughs> Girl, I've been done for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. I've been over here playing on my fucking Nintendo Switch. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, jeez. All right, <laughs> strip clubs. That's the weirdest thing for me because it's like, let me just pay for a boner that I can't get off. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Now, now do, you, do you strip at home for him? <laughs> do you give him a little tease? Because I give Taylor one all the time. She doesn't want it. Yeah. She definitely doesn't want it. She's like a kid getting cold for Christmas. Yeah, she, she starts fucking screaming at asking the dog to attack me and shit. But I'll just, I'll, I'll pull my underwear so far up my ass crack. <laughs> as far as it'll go. And I start, I start going, oh yeah, baby, you like that? Right in her face. And she'll, she'll fucking look at me and go, there's something so wrong with you. <laughs> She asked me and that. It's that those underwear are still on. Yeah. Get oh those yeah. Things off. yeah. <laughs> hey, full full nude cost extra, baby. Full oh, nude right. cost extra. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell her. I'll tell her. Hey, put a put a dollar bill in your uh, in your g string. I'll bite it out. <laughs> one time. Oh, here's a good one. So we're up at a we're up at a family reunion and. Uh, oh, <laughs> there's a lot that happened there so mind you before we even got there um one of my dad's cousins brought like four 24 cases of eggs and his whole plan was that we were going to have an egg fight yeah except his brothers tied him to a tree and threw all four cases at him oh shit 
So he went home pretty quick, but we get there and um, we end up at the bar that night. And mind you, I'm 14 years old. My dad gets fucked up. He's biting dollar bills out of this chick's titties and <laughs> stuff like that. You're watching this at 14. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching this at 14 while I'm playing the fucking claw machine in the corner and shit. And uh, we end up walking back to the to the uh, like cabin we were staying in. My uncle's walking next to me. I'd puked because the bar food made me sick. I found out later uh, that I was allergic to canola oil. Oh shit, really? But um, I puked and my dad's rubbing my back, going, "Oh, oh, Zachy, oh." <laughs> so me and my uncle are carrying my dad. My uncle just looks at me and goes, "You know what, Zachy, dude." One day I'm going to get me an Asian chick. He's been happily married for 35 years. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get me an Asian Wait, chick. Wait, at that time he was married for 35? Oh, yeah. And he said one day. One day I'm going to get me an Asian chick. Oh, okay, well, was his happily 35-year marriage wife an Asian? No. No. No, she's a she's a white German chick. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, well, what's the like progress report on that? Still together. Still happily married. Oh, okay. but, um, but the next day... <laughs> We're sitting around a fire, and my cousin DJ is hanging out, and my uncle Dickie is sitting next to me. A little backstory on Dickie. Him and my dad got in a fight. Dickie wiped poop on my dad. My dad picked up <laughs> diarrhea out of the toilet and threw it at Dickie. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, weird shit. So I'm sitting there, and Dickie's hammered, and he's rubbing my back. He goes, oh, Zachy, you're a good boy, Zachy. And my cousin looks at me from across the fire. He goes, Sorry, my dad gets a little gay when he's drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. It runs in the family. Jeez. Incest is best. Put your cousin to the test. <laughs> I used to live by the motto, if her house ain't on wheels, we ain't making no deals. Or my even better one is, if she don't live in a trailer, I ain't going to rail her. <laughs> you ain't making no deals if she don't squeals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had uh, my, my one cousin, Mackenzie. Every time I show a picture of my cousin, Mackenzie, I get some guy going, oh, can I fuck her? Oh my God. She's got pretty big tits. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so she she slept with a guy, and um, my buddy goes, "Man, you got it," because they used to think I was inbred, and uh, that 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 hasn't been disproven yet, but. Um, <laughs> They uh they go so how do you feel about that and I said well fuck she's tainted I can't rail her no more <laughs> oh, and then I you know I shoved it in one more time but <laughs> I'm kidding 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 I might be the direct descendant of the 29th governor of Alabama but we don't have those Alabama beliefs are you really dead set dead, here look it up you got it on your computer can you look it up I can look it. Up. Look up uh, William C. Oates. He was a Civil War colonel for the Confederacy, a brigadier general in the Spanish-American War, and the 29th governor of Alabama. That's my great-great-great-great-uncle. <laughs> Damn. Former governor of Alabama. Pull up the, the picture of him with the beard when he was younger. It'll look like me. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I don't know. This one right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yep. Yeah, I see that. I had a lady. Especially with the mustache. It oh, goes yeah. just the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a lady I was doing a, a flooring project for, and she was selling a uh, 
like a liquor cabinet. Yeah. And this liquor cabinet, the people that came up to buy it, I helped them move it into the car, and the guy was going to square up the settle or the deal. Yep. And I'm talking to the lady, and I'm like, "Oh, where are y'all from?" They're like, "Oh, Huntley, Illinois." I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy. I'm from Lake in the Hills. They're from Crystal Lake." And um, she goes, "Is your last name Oates?" And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "You can't escape the Oates look. I'm your cousin Carla." Oh shit. Oh. Dead serious. Wow. Damn. So yeah. we, we all have a look to us that wow. you can tell we're related. Yeah, and it's a it's good both, look, and that's why you're attracted to each I other, right? I know. <laughs> I know. It's the cross-eyed, you know, looking like we got hit in the head. Of, you know, Taylor. Taylor's recently told me, and I never realized this, I blink one eye at a time. Oh, I've seen that. Like yeah. a frog? Yeah. yeah, I blink one eye at a time. <laughs> I think yeah. it's because I got hit in the head a lot as a kid, so... <laughs> Jeez. Well, that's another one. Uh, I was riding Alex. <laughs> I was riding Alex. Brand new SX250. Fastest horsepowered uh, two-stroke on the market at the time. And I'm hitting this line. Everybody's down a hill. They can't see me. And I'm hitting this line. I'm thinking to myself, I need to start taking a different line. As soon as I do that, bucks me off. I whiskey throttle. And it goes up in the air. And it goes, Ehh! and as soon as that rear wheel hit, sent me and the bike 30 feet into the trees. <laughs> so I burned my arm getting the bike up, and yeah. Hager at the time was like, he either stalled or he wrecked. Yeah. And they come up the hill, and they see me picking the bike up. <laughs> so later that night, we were going to a party at our buddy Jason's house, and I roll up, and I, I go up to the driveway, and somebody hands me a beer, and I'm talking to some people. It took me 15 minutes to realize I was at the wrong house. Oh, shit. I was so concussed and didn't realize it that I was at the wrong house, thought oh, I was in the right God. spot. Yeah, you're like three beers in. Yeah. No, I, was, I wasn't I was even any beers in yet. I was just so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or I, I put the, the 70 peg into my leg on the hillside at your old house. Remember that one? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I got a 110 peg in my leg. I still have the skins on my stuff. So. Yeah, I got a nice little scar right here from it. But Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. But I, I don't know. I think that's where we wrap it up yeah. with sack boats. Yeah, we'll wrap it up with sack boats right here. And, uh, yeah, everybody, thank you for hanging on this yeah, long. Yeah, thank you, you. If you were able to withstand all that, then, uh, do, yeah, the podcast is not going to get any worse than this. So <laughs> that's about as bad this, as you're going to get. I was, I was the comic relief. For yes, yeah. This, the yeah. point of the mic. Yeah. 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 It can only go up from this, here. This is rock bottom, guys. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> quality entertainment <laughs> all right guys thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week thanks for joining me zach yeah of course of course <laughs> sack boats yeah hold on can i rip one into the mic yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell you somebody else put the headphones on tell me i'll get any house it's a fair a farewell goodbye help <laughs> <laughs> shit my pants <laughs> 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 Alright guys, <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>